0: yo yo welcome back to another episode of knowledge Under the influence i'm your host martez today i got a very special guest in the building with me i got mo page in the building how you doing mo i'm doing well how are you i'm good man i'm good do you you like going by mo or like Mari? like which one it's
1: funny because yeah my name's Maury, and I, I picked the, the username MoPage19, like, uh-huh. like back in <laughs> middle school, I think, with Instant oh, Messenger, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, everyone just starts calling me Mo or MoPage, so, yeah, whatever you prefer.
0: No, that's crazy, because a lot of people will, like, even, like, I'll, like, to see people with, like, old email addresses, and I'm, like, they're, like, in their 30s, and they'll have, like, some <laughs> name they picked out back when they were, like, younger, right. and I'm, like, this is professional. You probably should change that. Yeah, it's
1: interesting. I feel like I have to stick to Mo Page 19 though now with my username because I'll, I'll lose that branding.
0: Well, no, I mean Mo Mo Page. I mean, it it kind of sounds like you got like it, it's a cool nickname like Mo. Like you know, a lot right. of Maurice's I know are like Mo. Like it's it's cool. Yeah, I mean, I've never met a. A, a white mo. I have <laughs> yeah. it. like I I, I have it. that's like a, <laughs> no, a white yeah. Tyrone. Yeah. Like I just I don't know it's kind of weird. <laughs> it doesn't really go. But um yeah man so uh New Year's I mean did you uh did you set like a New Year's resolution?
1: Um I haven't I mean I have a lot of big plans for 2019 but um no set resolution I I feel like a lot of people set them and then by February they forget about them but no, right. I'm just just working hard and and everything that I'm doing putting my put my family first and yeah cuz i mean
0: it well you you know you're you're right because i mean like even though like going to the gym like you'll see a lot of people in the gym and then like that like the very next day after new year everybody was in the gym and they were super packed and then it's like i'm never going to see you again like no. what are you doing here like <laughs> <Right>. what's really <laughs> going on so i mean no you're you're right but you didn't say any like no resolution i mean i'm sure you got goals but
1: oh yeah goals uh no i, I i'm trying to think i'm yeah, I don't know. Nothing no, <laughs> nothing concrete.
0: What are, no no business goals, no family goals, self goals. What about self goals? Self, self
1: goals. Um uh, I think waking up earlier is one. Okay. Um w- which would then entail going to bed earlier, which is hard for me. I'm a yeah. I'm a night owl. Yeah. So I mean bedtime is usually midnight, one AM. Yep. Um but no, because I, I notice I'm significantly more productive and and the whole day is better if I if I can get up at like 5 a.m. When the family's still sleeping And start uh-huh. working on my stuff And yeah. do some reading Get my mind right
0: Yeah I've seen it, Like I'll, I'll see your Instagram And like I'll see Like you do like The little clippy Like making your coffee and Making says, my like, espresso In the yeah, morning Yeah like, Every
1: now and then I'll, I'll I'm working on something that I just get so excited about, and I'll like I'll be up at 4:30, 5 a.m. Yeah, 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 I just Can't sleep because I'm <laughs> too excited. I mean, that's
0: that's sweet. I mean, that's that's a grind. Like when you when you enjoy doing something, like they they say most people, the most successful people usually get up around that time, 4:30, 5:30 in the morning. Yeah. Like that's insane. Yeah, like.
1: it's it's tough. I mean, it's. It's definitely something where you have to train you right. know, your, your entire body. And it's just, it's hard for me to go to bed early. So that's why I'm right. still trying to figure that out.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. I'm kind of a night owl too. Like I love, even if I have to be up like super early, I'll be up 12, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. knowing I have to be up in a few hours. And I'm like. What the fuck did I just do? But it's like repeat. Like some people can do the reverse: go to bed early, wake up early. Like mm-hmm. I can stay up late and wake up early, and yeah. like that that works for me. Yeah, you know, I mean, not not super early. Sometimes, like if I don't have to be up early, I won't. Like I can <laughs> I can go to bed at two and get up at like seven or eight, which is not bad. But
1: yeah, if I can get five or six hours, I'm doing okay. Yeah,
0: and they're like, oh yeah, you know, get get eight hours of sleep, but it's like. I mean, there's people out here like trying to build their dreams and living their passion. Like you gotta get up before they do it. Like, <laughs> right, before that's, the day starts. Yeah, like you literally gotta the early bird gets the worm, like, seriously, that that's real. Like, I don't know, I I I am still going to be late and getting up early, so whatever. <laughs> so, um just when you uh when you were younger, like what did you what, what what did you aspire to be as a child?
1: Um, so my what I wanted to be when I was when I was younger was a professional hockey player. What? Um, yeah, I <laughs> I didn't start, well, I say I didn't start playing hockey till I was seven, which it sounds um, like late to me because I, I had my son on skates at two and a half years old. My okay, nephews yeah. were skating at two years old. Um, but, yeah, even at seven years old, I was like, you know what, I'm going to play for the Red Wings someday. Yeah. and yeah, uh, once I got into high school, I realized I better be a lot better than, yeah. than I am if I'm going to play.
0: You said you were seven? Yeah, I was seven. See, I mean, I was, but you were already behind the ball. Cause like I, you was, said, I was like five years behind yeah, the ball. Your yeah, your son is like two and a half years old, like on skates. Oh, yeah, getting all the basics out of the way. Yeah, like when you when – you, a lot of people like doing like any like sports, like they start at young ages or even like dancing or something like that. They start at a young age and they're already ahead of people who just not start like when they're in middle school or something. It's like, dude – it's all about practice and repetition and muscle memory. If they've already got ahead of you, like yeah. you, you're gonna have to like work twice, three times as hard. Yeah, so. absolutely.
1: So yeah, no, I, I still love hockey to this day. Yeah, I yeah. still play to this day, but okay, <laughs> I'm not trying to be a professional but that's anymore. What
0: you, but you wanted to be a professional hockey. I did. Player. Yeah, I wanted to be. I wanted to be. A what professional changed your mind, point? and when, when did you change it? Like you know uh, what? Yeah, this isn't gonna. I don't do know. It. I
1: mean, I, it was before high school. I mean, I was like, all right, like maybe that's not gonna be it. But the crazy thing is. For for my entire life, I mean, even up to the day I graduated college, I was like, mm-hmm. I have no idea what I want to do. I mean, yeah. and it's, it was so stressful throughout college, you know, yeah. you're going through it and all your friends or everyone around you seems like, oh, I want to be this. They go into college knowing what yep. they want to do. Yep. And I was terrified. I'm like, man, why can't I figure out what it is that I want? And uh, I don't know. So I, I say, I still don't know what I want to do, yeah. <laughs> but no, where'd you,
0: where'd you grow up?
1: I grew up here in Jackson. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah.
0: So you're from Jackson. Yep, from Jackson. Did you go to Jackson College?
1: No, I went to school at Central Michigan. Okay. Yeah, so I went ch- four years up at Mount Pleasant.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I, w- I went to Eastern, so I'm an Eagle. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, nothing against the chips, but I I mean, what, what do you guys say? Fire up chips. Or yeah. Whatever. yeah I, I I hear that so much. It's like ah. That's but, funny. What did, you, what did you study? In so
1: I started out in business. I was just trying to be super general. And my sister, who's five and a half years older than me, mm-hmm. was like, oh, just, you know, if you don't know what you want to do, go into business and then right. maybe you'll figure it out. And I did that for a year. And I was like, all right, this is not me. Like, yeah. there was nothing creative in it. I didn't even know then that I was, like, aspiring to be, like, a creative person. Right. I didn't really feel like that growing up. Okay. Um, so I... Then switched over to going into communication, which, okay. again, very broad, but the the classes were more interesting to me, yeah, and I was yeah. like, I don't know what I want to do with communication, but I enjoy people, I enjoy talking, right, I enjoy yeah. getting to know other people. Um, so, yeah, I I graduated with a bachelor's degree in communication. Okay. And, uh, I had nothing set out that I wanted to do with it. And then, you know, my my job that I have now in healthcare was kind of from, like, Who you know, not what you know. Right? Yeah. yeah. Found some people in town, and they're like, "Yeah, we want you. Yeah, come apply for a job here." So that's how
0: I got started. It's so crazy too, like because oftentimes, like we we always get like in, we go to school with no direction of what we want to do, and even still, like even your stance to this day, like it's hard like to even still know like what exactly I want to do, which direction I want to take my life in. Like you don't know, like and a lot of people, looking back at it, we were beating ourselves up as, as. 18 19 20 year olds about what we're going to do which direction we're going to take our life in and here we are today 30 plus (laughs) and we still we're still like trying to figure it out
1: yeah that question that you get all through school is where do you see yourself in five to ten years it's just like such a stressful thing to be asked it's like I have no idea absolutely I
0: agree it's crazy and like I said I don't I guess like looking at my younger self when I first started college like if anybody could have gave me some advice where I can give anybody some advice, I would just say like, you don't have to have it all figured out, don't stress. Life will push you in the direction that it wants you to go in, you know. it. It's not something you have to figure out. It's not something that you figure out in four years of college. You know, like I said, here we are to this day and we're still trying to figure out life. So it's Absolutely. insane to, that we had this idea that we need to have it all figured out by 18, 19, 21 by the time we graduate and get yeah. a job. Yeah,
1: it's, it's so difficult to have that done. That we're
0: not even gonna, we have this degree that we're not even gonna use towards what we wanted to do. Like, you're right. gonna end up doing something like totally left field, yeah. So I don't know, like, they don't stress that. You know, and then, like, if you're a first-generation person going to college, it's 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 even harder for you because it's like nobody's pushing you or telling you what to do. Obviously, your advisors and everybody that's supposed to help you that are at the school, I mean, they're paid to do a job. They don't necessarily care about your worldview. I mean, you're a number. You're another student to them. Right. Like, it, it's hard for them to keep up with, you know, you as an individual because they got so many students with, you know, way more problems and stuff. So it's like, you know, honestly, it, it's it's hard to 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 – think that, oh yeah, as an 18, 19 year old, I should have had it all figured out, like no yeah, yeah, it
1: was, like you said there's there's people into their you know, 30s and 40s that are still like what do I want to do, exactly. like am I doing what I truly want to be doing, and you know, not everybody um, you know, it's like you don't always discover that and it sounds so cliche to say like, uh, follow your dreams, and that's not really like what I'm thinking, but it's more so like whatever you're super passionate about right. like where like something that you just truly care about, exactly. Like pouring yourself into that, and maybe something will come from it. Exactly. Um, maybe not. Maybe you still have to, you know, have your your day job to support that. Exactly. But, um, you know, maybe something bigger will, will happen
0: too. That's yeah. That's that's um, that's great. I mean, it's a great idea. Like I said, and I love that concept that do something that you're passionate about, and like even if you're passionate about that, that still might lead you into something else. Like so do whatever you're passionate about. What are you excited about like most in your life right now? Um,
1: So like the things that I'm just super excited about is I, you know, f- photography has been something that I've been very passionate about for eight years. Um, okay. And it was something that before that, like I didn't even care about. It wasn't mm-hmm. even on my radar. I, you know, I'm jealous of a lot of these photographers who are like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I grew up with a camera in my yeah, hand. And yeah, it's yeah. like, man, like I, I didn't start taking pictures in, in like the photography realm um, until I was what I think 26. Maybe. Okay. Um, Which then, is late. Like yeah, you got super late late. Like,
0: late on the skates, late on the camera. Yeah,
1: yeah, and it's like so. Then I like I fell in love with it right away. Okay. Um, so you know I have some photography projects that I'm excited about. I'm mm-hmm. the other things I'm you know my my business that I've started with my wife, the Mevo mm-hmm. creative studios. I'm so excited because I've been doing web design and mm-hmm. photography and some social media work all like separately for okay. a year. So sometimes a company will say, Hey, can you help us out with our social media page? And I would help them out. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, I would have a few photo shoots here and there, and mm-hmm. then I'd have a friend that said, Hey, can you build me a website? So I would teach myself how to build a website. Yeah. Um, And then I finally feel like I've nailed it down to where I can kind of offer this entire, like, creative package to people. Right, So you come to me and you can get, like, photography, web design, and social media management all in one. Oh, sweet. Because you'll see a lot of websites. And what I always tell people is a website is only as good as the photos that are on there. So there's not a lot of web designers who are also photographers. Uh So that's where I have that, I feel like that extra skill in that sense where I can say like, yeah, I'm going to build you a website and I'll take all the custom photos for it. Right. And then they'll say, well, we need help on our Facebook page or our Instagram page. So then I I start to handle that too. So Mm -hmm. then before you know it, I'm doing all the creative work for them, the photos, videos, graphic Mm -hmm. design. Um, So... That is like that's just like my passion and excitement right now.
0: Yeah, that's that's exciting. It that sounds like a lot of work to me, honestly. I mean, I'm not into like photography or like graphic design, so to me, it sounds like uh, a headache. But like, what <laughs> or what or like, who influenced you, or what influenced you to get into photography? Um, <clears throat>
1: so my my photography story is that when you know when I first started working at the hospital we Mm -hmm. had to be on call so we were given um everybody was given an iphone Mm -hmm. and it was like okay cool here's this phone to be on call and up till that point i could care less about apple or iPhones. Mm -hmm. i just didn't I, i didn't care at all um but as soon as i had an iphone in my hand it was like like a a switch flipped and all of a sudden you know everyone at the time was kind of just like taking pictures or whatever but i really fell in love with the process of taking a photo mm-hmm. editing a photo um so my photography career my entire first 4 years mm-hmm. was all iphone that's all i shot with i i didn't have a quote unquote real camera okay um so i would take the photos and edit them and it worked out very well because i got my first iphone and then two or three months later instagram hit the app store okay um and i had no idea what it was at the time it was just like to me it was a an app to open up to put a filter on that's all i thought it was i didn't realize it was this entire social network in itself yeah so the combination of getting my first iphone and then instagram coming out a couple months later just like i dove into this photography thing and started seeing people from all over the world commenting on my photos or liking them mm-hmm. and it became i don't know it was like this this reward or this feedback that mm-hmm. other people liked the photos i was taking yeah so then i was always looking for like the next photo i could take or the next sunset or landscape or yeah. um, just seeing that i really wanted to capture and not only did i love taking the photos but it Turned into something where I just loved that like time mm-hmm. like out in nature. I yeah, always yeah. loved being out in nature, so then having a camera with me, it just it made it that much more exciting.
0: Yeah, because I mean, I've seen I've seen some of your work, and it's like I I, I did notice that like you'll take a, take a bunch of shots. Like I seen a shot it was like just on a like a road with some trees, and I'm just like okay, mm-hmm. but it's like it's sweet like the essence of the photo it's like you can kind of feel like the the peace and the steel just like being there like it kind of made me feel like i was there in right. peace like
1: yeah that that's awesome to hear that
0: yeah it did it it i look at some of your work and i'm like man like From the angles to the lighting, I'm like, man, and I'm not into photography, so I I I know minimal about it. But I mean, even with my iPhone, like I don't even take advantage of it. A lot of people are like, dude, you wanna get into photography? Trust me, your iPhone can do some great things. And I'm like, Yeah, I want this expensive camera. Like, no.
1: I mean, I'm glad you said that because you wouldn't believe how many people, whether it's Instagram or Twitter, are Mm -hmm. like, hey, I'm gonna get into photography as soon as I get, you know, whatever camera. And I'm like, you're probably on an iPhone talking to me right now. Just yep. go start shooting. Yep. Like, just get out there and start capturing something. Because no matter how much you spend on gear, I always say this: no matter what amount of money you put behind it, like mm-hmm. that's not what makes you a good photographer. Right. It's like the vision that you have and right. seeing things differently than other people do.
0: Yeah, I mean that's also makes you like a good entrepreneur, which is like why I love doing this. Because like. That's, that's all entrepreneurship is. Like, you know, you, you, people don't see your vision the way you see your vision. People don't see how you see things. So it's like being a creative is huge because everybody thinks different. Everybody has like a different, like, vision of what they want to do and how they want to take it, you know? So, I mean, it's it's a lot of challenges. So being like, being a creative, like what's like one of the biggest challenges you face?
1: Um, I think it's definitely, you know, after you shoot for so long or you're shooting in the same space for so long you're you kind of struggle to find new scenes Mm -hmm. or um, a new style or a way to capture something differently or or just like the lack of like motivation to get out and shoot like Mm -hmm. I notice I go through spurts where it'll be like six months I'm just like so like gung-ho about getting out and taking photos and um, capturing new scenes and then it'll hit a point and maybe it's because it's Michigan in the winter, but it hits right, yeah, yeah. a point where it's like, oh, I just don't feel like going to take any new photos or I don't mm. know what else to take photos of. So then I try to get creative. And when people talk about those creative blocks or what to do to push through those, and I need to take my own advice, but is to like keep shooting through mm-hmm. that. Like Just try taking a picture of anything. Like yeah. Step outside your comfort zone. For example, if you always take pictures of... Landscapes, like now, try to take pictures of people. Try right. to take some portraits, and while it can be scary or intimidating, um, it'll kind of help you push through that creative yeah. block that you're having. And and I do that myself. So whether it's capturing a new style um, or a new scene, I just try to keep shooting. And when that when that doesn't work, mm-hmm. I it sounds weird it's like the other end of the spectrum is completely separating myself from it like quit trying to force it okay go out whether it's like listen to music or like work on something else or um or like this even listen to a podcast or get right, like other yeah. like motivation and then maybe it'll kind of come from that
0: yeah 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 i like that note. i mean that, that makes sense like i know you i mean just everybody like if you're creative you're artists like you do get to this point where the, there's a block and there's a, a, a disconnect from what you're doing on a day-to-day basis, but when you switch it up and you get outside your comfort zone, it's like, oh, okay, I'm used to shooting this or I'm used to shooting that, now let me try shooting this or let me try shooting it from this angle or from this perspective, like, you know, cause you always gotta, it's, it's all about perspective and perception, mm-hmm. you know, that's huge and a lot of people don't realize that, like I said, I mean, I'm not for, into photography, but I know you know what attracts me to a good picture, right? Yeah, I, you
1: can see when you see a good picture, you know, yeah. and, and there are certain aspects that sometimes yeah. you can't even really describe of why it right. speaks to you, but yeah. you know it's there. Yeah,
0: and I mean, and when you when you're shooting something such as an object that's still, when you're shooting a, a person, you can see their emotion in their body, like you have something physical. When you're shooting an open space or just like a sunset, it's like as a as a creative and as a photographer you are creating that moment for the person that's looking at the picture because right. it's just a sunset yeah. it's, it's just a it's just a plant like yeah yeah exactly so i mean it, it you got to be creative and you got to be you know you got to do things that you're not used to doing you got to shoot from different angles you got to you know so i've seen i've seen some photographers like I'll see them and I'm like, what is this photographer? He's on his back, laying down, like shooting, yeah. and I'm like, what? Or they're like super low to the ground. I'm like, what the fuck? That yeah, looks so I mean, I've, uncomfortable.
1: I, yeah, I've, I've definitely got my uh, fair share of weird looks yeah. when I'm out like taking portraits, and you know, on the sidewalk or down an alley or somewhere like in the in the city. I have I have people that will even stop me and ask me like, what I'm doing? It looks obvious to me like I have a camera and there's somebody standing there, like I'm taking a picture, but you know what they mean is like, why are you standing that way? Or right. what are you? doing with your sometimes i'll use my phone like as a as a prism Mm -hmm. so i'll hold my phone up to my camera to get kind of like a crazy reflection on on the photo um but yeah it looks super weird from the outside when you're just watching
0: i mean i I wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily like stop somebody but I've, i've seen like photographers outside and they're they're recording or they're shooting and i'm like to me it's interesting I'm like How creative can this guy Get with this Like how, What what, <laughs> what what level are you Going to take this to, to yeah, yeah what's going to Happen next Yeah like so I, I enjoy it Like I got a couple Friends who shoot Photography Actually one of my Like most recent Interviews I did it With this uh, Photographer um, at Central Michigan. Watch this crazy. Yeah, <laughs> she's it was funny. Uh, Divine Joy, shout out to the Divine Joy. Um, she She's great. I mean, and she is, uh, she just uh, opened up her own little studio. And I mean, that, that's huge. But I'm like, I love to see like what photographers can do because I'm, I'm not that creative when it comes to photography. So it's like when I see them hanging off of trees and getting real low and I mean, they're getting down and dirty. I'm like, this is just a picture yeah. to me. But to them, it's like they love it. It's an art. So. Right. I mean that that's huge. Like, um, and just speaking about that, like, what what motivates you to like keep going to do photography? Because I know, like, like you said, if if you know you get to these roadblocks and you get to these points where it's just like, okay, what do I do next? There's a disconnect in, in me and my work. So, what what motivates you?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, there's a few things that motivate me to you know to keep shooting. Um, one of them is just that it's potentially the most relaxing thing to me. Um, mm-hmm. Is just like I'm completely separated from everything else that's going on when mm-hmm. I'm in that moment and taking the photo. I There's really yeah nothing else in the world. I mean, there's um, I said this in another interview recently, but mm-hmm. there's so much happening all the time. We're so busy, we're so stressed out. There's yeah. so much in the world. But when I'm in that moment, like taking the photos, I don't think about anything else. Okay. Um, so the relaxation side of it is huge for me. But also something else I tell people is that the fact that the next photo I take could be my favorite photo I've ever taken Mm -hmm. is very interesting to me. I have, I've been shooting for eight years and I have about four or five photos that I could go pick out right now that are just like, they're just like my absolute favorite photos that I've ever taken. And it's worth it to me to keep shooting, knowing that I might get another one of those. I mean, I've taken a lot of photos that I really like. Um, but, you know, a, a few that are just so different and unique, and they, they, I don't know, they speak to me in a different way, because I know the moment, I know what was happening, I know everything that was going on in the scene, right. and then when I've heard that, you know, other people look at them, it's just, it's a, I don't know, whether it makes them feel like they're a part of that moment, like mm-hmm. you said, or there are certain details about the photo that yeah. they just like to kind of look through and analyze, it's it's the fact that i could go out and shoot tomorrow and get one of my favorite photos ever yeah. I, I i love knowing that like the uncertainty of it is, is exciting to me wow
0: that's crazy i mean so but when you when you take your photos like before you do the editing do you know when before you it? like that's that was a good shot that was a damn good um, shot
1: i'll say no because it it's usually the the opposite like i'll um sometimes i'll be out shooting and i'm like thinking i'm like getting like a lot of great photos and i can't wait to get home and edit yeah, them and yeah. like then i start flipping through them and i'm like <laughs> there's nothing here like like these they seem so good in the moment yeah um but it's like those spur of the moment ones where it's like oh, i just walked outside real quick and i took a photo mm-hmm. of this and then i get home and it's like one of my favorite photos ever that's that's how it usually happens and there's one photo that i have and um it was actually in Ann Arbor. I worked in Ann Arbor for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Back in 2014. And there's this area called the Barton Nature Area. It's just a lot of cool like trails. And there's a few like mm-hmm. railroad, Or there's a railroad that runs through there with some bridges. And I just always... I've never been over there. I just always liked kind of like the vanishing point of the railroad. Okay, yeah. So I stopped after work. And I went to take some photos at this railroad. Um, and there was two people a, a boy and a girl that were walking down the railroad tracks mm-hmm. and they had this backpack and they were kind of looking at me like i don't know if they thought i was gonna like yell at them or yeah, something yeah. um but i was just out taking photos and they uh they were getting something ready so i tried to like catch up to them i was like hey like what are you guys doing like i couldn't tell what was about to happen they're yeah. like oh we're gonna jump off this bridge into the water i was like really they're like yeah like you know college kids do it yeah, all the time yeah, and, yeah. um I said, do you care if I try to, like, capture some photos of you jumping off the bridge? So, you know, none of this is planned. It's all right. random. It's literally, like, a one-minute, like, time in my life where I just happen to run into these people. Yeah. And um, so I, they, they're in their bathing suits, and they jump off the bridge. And I got only three pictures, like, the entire process. Like, them leaving the bridge, and then them halfway down, and then them, like, hitting the water. Yeah. And the photo of them hitting the water is, like, one of my Favorite photos I've ever yeah. taken. It's it's absolutely crazy to me, and it was like nothing that I tried to plan. You know, yeah. it's there was no time put into it. No like, you know, let's set up a massive photo yeah, shoot and yeah. jump a hundred times and see what we get. Like I had like one chance. Um, yeah. So it's I know that's something that's very cool to me. It's just yeah. those random moments that happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think honestly, I mean, I to to like i said once again i'm probably gonna keep reiterating this i'm not a photographer but just to kind of tie that in with everyday life it's it is those moments like those unexpected moments those unplanned moments where you get the most gratification and, and the best feeling because it's like it was unplanned and when sometimes when you when you plan things and they go as planned it feels great but when you plan things and they didn't go as planned. It, it's terrible, but when you don't plan things, and they turn out awesome, it's like, I didn't even plan for this, and it turned out, because, I mean, you're not, there's no way to, like, let yourself down, because you didn't have any expectations, exactly, like, I, I didn't even expect to have this, that's dope with, like, that's with, like, anything in life, yeah, exactly, like, when
1: you, like, you set, you set expectations, and then mm-hmm. rarely does it meet them, but when you go into it, just, you know, yeah, um, nothing planned that usually turns out to be amazing
0: Yes, yeah, so and that's what I'm saying like those, those are the best moments like when you don't when you don't plan it when you're just like on the fly and you just I mean honestly like if you're gonna even set a date like if you're gonna go on a date with your significant other like sometimes I mean sometimes <laughs> people are like oh yeah you I planned the evening for us and yada 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 but it's like I mean, those unplanned random moments, it's like, okay, let's just get dressed, let's just go. No, you don't have to do your hair, you don't have to do your makeup, <laughs> let's <Yeah>. just go. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I don't know if you can get many women to just go as they well, are, yeah, but no, no I, I hear you. Just, yeah, no. like, being spontaneous.
0: Yeah, like, the, the, the spontaneity of everything just kind of makes it all better. Like, what's, um, like, doing, you know, your photography and everything, what's your biggest fear? Um, my biggest fear with it, yeah, um, or being an entrepreneur trying to do your yeah, own. Yeah,
1: I mean the, the biggest fear with photography early on definitely was, I mean, I think it's with any person starting out is just like the the negative feedback that they're gonna get, or you know, like, you know, it, it's weird that people take the time to like leave a negative comment on mm-hmm. something or to start to like critique your photo, and yeah. that's why it's great that art is subjective because. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm to the point now, where I'm like, you can say anything about any one of my photos, and you know, it's my photo, right. I took it and it, right. it spoke to me in some way, but um, so I don't know that I have any any, like, direct fears with it now, um, I think I just need to, I know for me personally, I just need to, like, try more things, learn mm-hmm. new techniques, because yeah. you have some people out there like, literally shooting, like, everyday hours a day, and, like, yeah. I see their work, and I'm like, man, like, I want my work to look like that, but it it only comes from putting the time into it.
0: Yeah. Which, speaking of that, I mean, like which photographer or, um, which photographer like had, has, has or had the biggest like influence on your work or the way you shoot?
1: Um, that's a good question. I don't, uh, I have to like, I'd like (laughs) scroll through my Instagram to think about that. I don't know. I don't have any like set people. I mean, I, I see, like, types of work that I really admire. Uh Um, So it's not only, like, one photographer. Okay. I mean, for the longest time starting out, I would just see these amazing landscape photos. I mean, it was people, you know, traveling all over the world. And I just, like, that really spoke to me, those outdoors photos. And, you know, Michigan as a whole is beautiful, but with, you know, with full-time job and then Mm -hmm. family like I couldn't always like just like go to those places to to capture these scenes so I would do like my absolute best to find new places in Jackson okay and and start to take those like explorer or outdoorsy type photos and and it's cool cuz i've been able to do that where people from jackson will be like hey you know where did you take that photo they don't okay. even realize it's from around here yeah. just making it look yeah uh i don't know maybe better than it is or yeah. when you live somewhere for so long you you don't notice the the beauty around you so um yeah one specific photographer it'd be hard to say off the top of my head but okay. then uh lately i've i've I just really enjoy portrait work. Um, okay. Like you were kind of talking, like, the emotion behind a scene yeah, or an yeah. individual or those candid moments. Um, so I see so many, like, different portraits out there that I just love, and sometimes I don't even know who it is that took them. I'm just scrolling through uh, um, and looking at different styles and then trying to put my own spin on that or find people that, that want to work together trying to create new types of interesting photos.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. No, I mean, um... I, like I, I've been on in an Instagram, I see like a lot of like a lot of pictures, and I see you actually working on a new. I don't, well, you were working on a new logo, or you're trying to choose between like two logos right now. Like, what what is that logo about? Like, I seen the logo, and I'm like, I see some trees, I see a triangle. Oh yeah,
1: so um, so that's a part of my, what I, call my Mevo store, um, and some designs that I've been working on for, you know, sweatshirts or phone cases or mugs and yeah. different things like that, which. Um, I'll talk about the Mevo store a little bit more here in a few minutes because it was completely random but yeah. um, I don't know, those designs really speak to me because of the fact that my my entire photography career started out just love shooting the outdoors okay. and like I said being outdoors so um, in having those designs it's interesting I've seen people out there already buying these phone cases that they just I don't know I mean I know why I like it, but right. I don't. I don't know if something's gonna be universal or not right, yeah. um, until I put it out there in the world. But yeah, I know. I think it's. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of like a, a, a peaceful or relaxing scene to me, like the the trees and the moons mm-hmm. or the the mountains and the trees, because I spent I don't know how many hours of my childhood just like playing outside yeah. and. It's so rare now, I feel like. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, especially, like, with our youth, because, I mean, a lot of the times, now I speak about this, and I probably never stop speaking about it, because, it's like, a lot of children, they're all into phones. They're all into tablets. They're watching other kids play with toys. It's like they don't want to get outside, get dirty, and jump fences, and be in the woods, and you don't have that. The first thing you want to do is on a to grab for a phone or iPad or something like that. Like, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, like, so it's just, I don't know, it's kind of going back to that, like, like I said, the Explorer type mm-hmm. photos are being outdoors. And yeah. um, if, if photography like gets me outdoors more, I, I love it. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. th- that's where those designs came from.
0: That's sick. So the Mevo, st- the Mevo, what, what does that mean? Mevo? Yeah.
1: I've been trying to decide if I want to tell people or not. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. No, it was, uh, I, I spent, um, so when i first was like oh you know i'm going to be a professional photographer Mm -hmm. it was it was simple as maury page photography like Mm -hmm. nothing exciting and that just kind of felt like i don't know felt like old and not exciting to me and so i uh i i kind of dropped that name but then I, i was still doing web design so i was trying to make it like Okay, could I be like a photo and web design company? And okay. So mm-hmm. I had like, I, then I turned it to, to like MP photo and design, and mm-hmm. I was like that doesn't sound very cool. Um, and then I'll jump ahead. So then I switched to Royal Photography, because Royal is my middle name. Okay. Not a lot of people know that. And I was like, Royal Photography sounds cool, yeah. like it's unique. Um, and then I was like, you know, I want something like really, I want something that doesn't limit me to photography or web okay. design. I want something that can withstand whatever new passion i have because i i I change my mind a lot and i get into a lot of new things and i get excited about a lot of different things that i'm working on so i I wanted it to sound like kind of like a tech company but an approachable tech company if that makes sense Um, you have things like i don't know you have twitter and google and all these things and before they came out like had you heard either of those words you'd be like what are those you have no idea what those are so, I literally just brainstormed, like, for months about business names, and um, I remember it was, like, 2.30 in the morning one night, and I couldn't sleep, and I just liked the sound of Mevo, I started putting things again, I was like, Mevo sounds cool mm-hmm. to me, and so I turned it into Mevo Creative Studios, which leaves me kind of open-ended on what I want to do, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so Mevo doesn't really stand for anything, okay. like, there's it's not, like, an acronym, okay. it's just, uh, like, uh, I, I focus a lot, like I said, on, like, visuals and web design and social media, and I I call it Mevo Creative Studios a lot right now, but the goal is to get to a point where it's, like, we just Mevo, like, yeah. that's all it is, and, yeah. and no one wonders what it stands for
0: because it just, like, stands on its own. That so. sounds like some dope shit for the future, like, something, 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 Mevo. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly, so, like, whatever, I don't know, wherever, wherever it goes, but it's cool because I'm already doing a lot of photos and web design for businesses, and I'll see them kind of post something on Facebook about, like, they're excited to be working with me, and then just say, like, hey, you know, we're working with Mevo, and I just, I like the way that sounds, okay, I'm like, all right, it did, it did what I was hoping it would do.
0: Because, I mean, like you're saying, like, you don't want to limit yourself, like, oh, more page photography, or you don't want to, you don't want to just to one thing, like you want to leave a broad spectrum of what you can do. Like, oh, more page photography. I mean, I'm not looking for somebody like a photographer. Yeah, like I don't data. need photos. And yeah, so no, I mean, you you have the right idea. I mean, that's that's great. I like this uh this this visual storyteller. Like, yeah. So that know. was kind of another. Uh, yeah. I
1: don't know. That was something that came up really. It was really organic how it came about. I mean, so I was this uh well bright walls uh festival that I was telling you about before Mm -hmm. we jumped on here Mm -hmm. I was um I don't know there's a lot of photographers in in town and this bright walls festival that we had here in Jackson last year was going to be a massive like photo event for people you you know having these massive murals a lot of people would want to come and take pictures Mm -hmm. and I just I really wanted to capture like the process of these artists painting and kind of the moments that people wouldn't see from the outside so I was going there early in the morning to work with them before any crowd was yeah. you know around and talking to the artist and taking their portraits mm-hmm. and then I was building things into my website um, which was like all about the artist but I don't I don't really enjoy writing so I just took a lot of pictures to kind mm-hmm. of like tell the story of their mm-hmm. their process. From them from a blank wall to this amazing mural and what it took to get there and I had a lot of people in town telling me like hey we love the stories that you're telling and I was like I'm not writing anything right. like I' <laughs> I don't know what you're what you're referring to and um, it just occurred to me that that I am telling all these stories through a, a visual medium and that's what, what works for people a lot of people in this day and age our, our attention span is so short so we yeah. don't sit down and read something yeah. but but you have a good picture and we want to sit down and look through a lot of good pictures yeah um so i was like all right like i'll just call myself like a visual storyteller yeah. and, and i know other people have, have called themselves that in the past right. but then i wanted to start making like clothes for myself yeah. just for me personally yeah. so i spent a while on um this this design with just a basic rectangle and a I played around with probably 50 different fonts for mm-hmm. visual storyteller those words, um, and I, I landed on one which I really liked the way it it looks because you can't tell right away what it says it mm-hmm. makes you look a little bit closer, which I think is good for what I'm going for because right, yeah. if if it was very easy to read you just you'd read it and yeah. you wouldn't spend any time like trying to figure it, it out, yep. so. The visual storyteller piece, um, like I said, again, that I think that one came to me at like 3:30 a.m. Yeah. I was up working on a design, and uh, I I first put it on, um, I think it was just a mug, like I, I put it on a mug, and mm-hmm. then I like I, I bought the mug for myself. And I posted a few pictures of it, and then people were like, hey, like, where can I get one of those mugs? Or, hey, my son's a videographer. like, He refers to himself as a visual storyteller. Oh, Are you going to have any shirts? And I was like, oh, well, sure, Like, let me go design one and yeah. put it out there. So I put a shirt out there, and then I put a phone case out there. Yeah. And next thing I know, I have people telling me, "Like, we love this visual storyteller brand. Yeah. Um, people that don't even consider themselves visual storytellers are buying it, which is very, it's still weird to me, yeah. I, I mean, I don't mind it, I mean, right. I love it, but they, they love, um, watching the, the progression of what I'm working towards in the stories that I'm telling, and, um, I, yeah, I think it's just kind of creating a. a I don't know, I don't know exactly what to call it yet, but, yeah, yeah the visual storyteller, um, Branding is something that I'm excited about, and I, and I still have some big plans for it. Yeah,
0: that's dope. Yeah, I see that I'm like visual storytelling. I'm like. Like I said, when I was looking at a few of your photos, I'm like, man, it's like blissful. I'm like sitting there, I'm like, this photo's sweet as hell. Like, it looks (laughs) like I feel like it's like a 3D photo. I'm standing in the the fucking picture. That's awesome. Looking at it. So it's like dope. Like like I said, to this day, I don't remember how I found you. I think like mutual friends on Instagram. But I seen your work and I was like, dude, this guy is fucking sick. Like, if anybody that can, you know, when you, when you, you know, oftentimes being on, the side of the camera where you're doing the shooting, um, it's weird that you know you actually get to spend a lot of time on the other side and get to enjoy it because most of the time, I mean, it's like you're either critiquing your work or editing your work or looking at somebody else's work, but when you just get to enjoy the photo, just because I'm not into photography, I don't have to critique, right? I'm literally just sitting there just enjoying the photo, like it felt good because, like, oh, there's some great photos, like, and it's some people take pictures of like. I mean, I don't have, they do a bunch of lingerie shoots and they do a bunch of f- shoots of people and that's cool. But it's like those landscape pictures mean a lot to me because it's like, I like the outdoors and I appreciate the outdoors. I love the way it's made. I love the scenery. I love shit like that. So right. for me, it was like, I mean, this is some good ass photography. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, man. I, I, I really did appreciate your work, dude. Um, Starting off with photography, like what's like one thing or being a creator, like what's one thing you wish you would have known, like in the beginning of starting it? Yeah. Um, that you know now, that's like uh, I wish somebody would have told me this shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. So I like a lot of times I would see certain types of photos, and it sounds it sounds crazy now, but just like something as basic as taking a portrait mm-hmm. and having like the background blurred out. Like it just makes it look so much better when the background is blurred out of a portrait. And I shot for like five years, not knowing how people like achieved that look. I was just like, (laughs) all my photos look super flat and like everything's in focus. So, um, I know I should have asked more questions early on, but I just kind of like, I, I don't like asking questions and, and because I like to figure it out on my own, um, so I mean things that people would have told me early on um uh one I mean it, it's relevant today especially for photographers because you find photographers that are only doing it for Instagram mm-hmm. or only doing it so that the rest of the world sees it and mm-hmm. and I'll admit I was doing that for a long time too but um you know you, you ask yourself would I still be doing photography if you were to strip all the social media away mm-hmm. like if it were just me taking photos and it's like yeah i definitely would but i i wish i knew early on like the numbers don't matter like Mm -hmm. and it's like we we talk about instagram and like how many likes this got versus how many followers that person has and honestly if it's just a photo that makes the person viewing it you know feel good or like this escape to another place when you see this landscape photo or the photographer they can connect to it then that's what matters because for so long, I mean, I would I would literally post like this sunset and it would get um, at the time which was a lot for my account like let's say 500 likes mm-hmm. on this sunset, and then I'd post a, a different photo of of a different scene and it would get like 50 likes mm-hmm. and I'd be like man like I better delete that one like yeah. <laughs> nobody liked it or not enough people liked it yeah and I stressed about that for way too Mm -hmm. long and uh, so anybody starting out if if you're shooting photography for the feedback like then (laughs) you gotta like kind of reevaluate
0: yeah but I mean and and I I like that you said that you know doing doing what you were doing you didn't want to ask questions and it's crazy like our egos and how we think, and you know, we we are we are in a world we like to figure things out. We we don't want to ask someone questions because it's more gratifying when you like, okay, I did this on my own, didn't have to do it. I did my own research. I put my own time in, blood, sweat, and tears. But then you gotta also think like, okay, there's another photographer out here that probably is doing the same thing, who didn't have to ask questions, who I heard grinding, doing what he has to do, and doing his own research. So I mean, shit, I gotta do the same thing. It's like, mm-hmm. we oftentimes don't wanna ask questions. We don't wanna ask people for help. And you know, cause like I said, it's more gratifying when when you figure something out on you like, hell yeah, I did that on own. Yeah. I did that. and part. you're afraid
1: to like, let people know that you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm fine with admitting like, now that, you know, in all that I'm doing, mm-hmm. whatever it is, like, I don't I don't exactly know what I'm doing every time yeah um it's not like this big massive plan behind it it's a lot of like learning as I go yeah. but also you know when something doesn't work like correcting that or changing that or trying something new yeah. um and then you know I'm, I'm not as uh as as hung up as I was before on figuring things out like now I'll just be like hey like how did, how did you do that or how did you right, achieve yeah. that and and if they want to share then great if not no big yeah. deal like um sometimes people don't want to give away yeah. you know their what we'll call their trade secrets yeah. and, and that's fine um but yeah asking questions when you're starting out i think is key because you're going to learn a lot quicker you right, know yeah i i feel like i'm kind of at a at a point where you know i would have learned more in photography quicker like i see a lot of people if I was around other photographers exactly. shooting a lot more. exactly. Yep. Um, but for me, I, I'm i around people all day. I mean, I love interacting with people, but there's not a lot of things that I do where it's like my alone time, mm-hmm. and that's what photography turned into. Like, I want to walk through the woods or at this lake mm-hmm. on my own, or I want to, like, walk around and find these cool scenes just as, like, me and my camera and nature. Yeah, yeah. And so I wasn't, like... I didn't have those people around to bounce ideas off yeah. of or ask questions too, yeah. so.
0: I mean, that's huge. You know, a lot of people say, like, when they say surround yourself with like-minded people. I mean, when you're creative and you're doing things like that, you have to because they're going to influence your work. They're going to be excited to help you. When they don't know you as much, like, and they're like, oh, you're just starting off, kid. You got to figure it out and then come to me when you got more <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, that's the ugly truth because it's like, I mean, when it's like, okay, like I said, go, going back to the camera thing, it's like, Dude, you're just about to buy this super expensive camera. When you have a great camera, start shooting with it, learn the lighting, angles, how you like to shoot, what you enjoy shooting. Don't just think if you get this great camera, it's gonna make you a great photographer. Cause most of the time it's not even the body of the camera, it's the lens. No. And a lot of people don't know that. And it's yeah, like Yeah, that's the,
1: yeah, I was gonna say if you're gonna spend the money, yeah, put it towards the lens, not the body. That's, and a lot and like I truth. said,
0: when I when I first started, it was like uh, a couple of my friends do photography and now I'm like, You're shooting with a what? and this is when i first started and i'm like that camera's only like 5 600 bucks this dude has like a 900 <laughs> 1300 camera but it's like they'll bring on some expensive lens and i'm like oh shit that lens costs how much i'm like hell no i can't do yeah, it yeah
1: that's uh yeah it does get pretty pricey <laughs> yeah so i
0: mean that that's huge you know so you you can't be scared to ask questions you can't be scared to expose yourself to people who are already doing it that are better than you can't be scared to admit when someone's better than you and, and that oh, yeah. you need to learn and some people are scared. It doesn't matter if it's photography, whether it's selling, whether it's doing anything. People yeah. are scared to admit that, oh, I don't know what I'm doing and I need your help.
1: Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, with yeah with anything in life, it's yeah. like we want to ask we got it all together, we yep. got it all figured out. Yep. But, No, ask questions and, and learn while you can.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, just wrapping up everything, like, if you could, like, help influence, like, a future photographer um, or creative like what's the what's the best piece of advice you can give them I, mean, I know we've been speaking about it all day but I mean what's the best piece of advice you can give them like starting off and um,
1: yeah I mean if it's if it's photography that the person in, is into or or aspiring to be a photographer mm-hmm. um, I would say like I said don't focus on the gear shoot a lot of different subjects like mm-hmm. because for so long like I said for Five years I think I just shot landscapes like that was it and, mm-hmm. and I, I loved it but like now I'm at the point where I love shooting portraits even more and I never thought that that was possible mm-hmm. so um, shoot a lot of different scenes and then like you were saying just ask questions and mm-hmm. and see what you know see how other people can help you and then when I mean we have so much available to us now like yeah. on our, our phones and like different Apps, I mean, a lot of times people will ask me, like, how did you achieve that look? Mm-hmm. And, like, the amount of apps that are out there that you can use to your advantage. Yeah. Um, I think I, I used to go through and download just, like, 30 photo apps at a time and open yeah. them up and play around with it for five minutes to see what it was like yeah. or what I could do with it. Um, so just trying to get creative. And, and you can do that with a lot of different things. But yeah, just utilizing the tools you have available to yeah. you. Yeah,
0: yeah. What about, like, uh, just removing it? removing it from photography just anybody because i mean at this point you're more than a photographer i mean you're 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 a a headstrong entrepreneur so it's like (laughs) at this point like what advice would you give to any entrepreneur in general
1: yeah so any entrepreneur um it's weird to call myself an entrepreneur like i guess that i am but i haven't really like taken on that (laughs) (laughs) that that um title for myself but yeah it's it's try different things. Like I said, I've been doing this for eight years. It's not like this stuff happened overnight. Right. Um, so keep trying different things. And if something fails, like don't get down about it, like Mm -hmm. move on to your next thing and, and see what works. And, um, kind of like you spoke on, put yourself around like-minded people or people that you admire and they're working on things that, Mm -hmm. that you enjoy, like see what you can do to help them out or be around them. And then it's going to bring on new ideas that you're going to have, um, and, and a lot of times it will, you know, it might take working somewhere else as you're working towards something right. to, to help that. I mean, I've, I've done a lot of my, like, best creative thinking. You know, I like I said, I wake up early before I go to my day job, mm-hmm. um, and I spend that time working on the things that I'm passionate about, which for so long I considered hobbies, but now they've turned into where i can actually work with people on gaining clients and um getting more creative but yeah keep keep moving forward figure out things that you can do better and and don't be afraid to ask for help and and to learn along the way because anytime you work on something new there's people that will be critical of it people that have their own opinions Mm -hmm. um
0: sometimes it's the people that's closest to you yeah the
1: people are closest to you and and listen to everything. I'll say listen to everything because even if somebody doesn't come at it with the right approach, mm-hmm. they might be saying something that's that can be valuable to you. Right. Exactly. So um, take it all in and figure out what's going to work best for you. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, um, if uh, if anybody wanted to follow you, like where, where could you be found on social media?
1: Um. So I, I keep all my social media consistent with the username I was saying. It's MoPage19, um, Mo Page Nineteen. M O. Page one nine, and mm-hmm. I. It's primarily Instagram and, and Twitter is where I, I spend all my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you follow that, you might see my my Mevo Creative Studios mm-hmm. accounts from there. But um, yeah, that's that's where you can find me.
0: Yeah, find Mo Page on Instagram, Mo Page nineteen. Um, check out his work, man. His work is dope. Um, his content is amazing. Like I said, I mean, just for me, you know it. Looking at his photography just sitting there And I feel like I'm there when these photos are shot Like there's no cap I really like got, He really got some good work And I really feel like the photos are like Lively So check Mo Page out Check out his uh Mo, uh Mevo creative studio go get some apparel man go get some apparel I actually bought a hoodie I like the hoodie I didn't <laughs> wear the hoodie because it was dirty I usually, I usually throw Cause it because you were wearing it yeah I usually just throw it on like it's it's, it's a cool hoodie like it's it versatile and like like nobody knows what the logo is like and the the wine the burgundy color is great so and I yeah, go
1: to a, yeah mevo store.com and you can mevo. see a bunch of different stuff there Yeah,
0: mevo store.com he's working on a great Things um, just follow man, uh, follow the movement, and uh, make sure you get some apparel. Go to the store and get some apparel because the design is great, the quality is great, and. Um it didn't even take long for me to get my shit. Like at first, <laughs> That's at good. first, at first, I was like worried, and then like right after, like we had text and everything, I was like, "Oh, the shit's here." So I was like, "Awesome!" Yeah, so it came through. I didn't have to worry. I mean, it, it looked like the picture. It wasn't like one of those things. The sizing was great. I didn't have to like look at it and be like, "Okay, you said a medium was gonna be great." <laughs> I, if I didn't got, even ask you to say all this. This yeah, is great. No, yeah, because I, um, yeah, I mean, if I'd have got a small, like it would have been, <laughs> it, it, it would have been bad. So, yeah, make sure you get the right size. Yeah, I, I asked you. You tell me I was like perfect. So go get some pearl them out um my name is martez follow me on instagram at martez underscore for show that's f-a-s-h-o and uh just stay tuned because it's probably not going to be the last interview i have with mo so i can i got a feeling it's going to be another interview coming so just stay tuned and uh follow knowledge under the influence knowledge Under the influence on twitter knowledge under the influence on instagram don't look me up on Facebook, please. Just leave my Facebook for family, <laughs> leave that out of this. But look it up, Knowledge and Influences of Movement. Um, today our influence is actually, I'm drinking a protein shake and my man's mole got a coffee. What kind of coffee? Is that a coffee?
1: This is a, just a coffee, yeah, I had a just a plain latte from the Fortress Cafe here for, in Jackson. Shout out
0: to Fortress Cafe, um, the Rocket Lab for letting us use this space. Um, we'll be talking more about that in a different interview, but, um, we're in Jackson Fortress Cafe and the Rocket Lab is, uh, is, uh, letting us use the space. So appreciate them. Shout out to them and, uh, stay tuned.